Welcome to More Than A Few Words, marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is part of the Digital Toolbox, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. And let's face it, since we were in middle school, there's always been someone who said something negative about us. And you'd think after all this time, we'd learn how to respond. But the truth is, when you get a negative review or a negative social media comment, it still hurts. And today, my guest, David Oates, is going to give you some tips on what you should be doing. David has more than 25 years of strategic public relations experience dealing with a wide array of adverse public events. He's got significant experience in crisis communication, and we're going to tap into his expertise today. David, welcome to the show. Hey, Lorraine. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. My pleasure. Let's start with the one that drives people probably the most crazy, and that's the negative review. Yeah. Invariably, the happy customers don't say anything. So what do I do? Most people who write an online review write a negative one because that's the motivation for them to actually take the time to go on Yelp, Google, or Facebook and find your company, put the review and tell everybody how awful their experience was for that one, even though you know and I know that for most small businesses, it's one out of 10. And I think most organizations, particularly small business owners, will likely react in one of two ways that are neither effective. One is they'll ignore it. They'll just try to discount it. I'm not going to dignify that with the response. Or they will argue the point and start to have this online debate with a person who, for whatever reason, has got their nose out of joint. And I call that getting into the flight or fight mode. So the flight mode is when you ignore it, allowing that comment, that narrative to basically stand on its own. And your lack of response as a small business owner will telegraph to others erroneously that you either agree, there's something there, there, or you don't care. Either way, it doesn't look good for you. So you need to have a response. But you don't want to respond in sort of a point-counterpoint debate where you're dissecting the reasons and in some acrimonious terms about why they were misguided or why they didn't do what they were supposed to do or what deal. All you do is add to the level of tension on that online review. So you got to respond for sure. And you want to respond as soon as you find out about it. So keep monitoring your online reviews. But do so with what I call empathy and action. Now, empathy doesn't mean you have to admit culpability. But what you need to do is to say, is to say something like, look, I'm really sorry that you didn't have the experience that you expected. And we really strive hard for that there. You know, you were looking for, and if you know the circumstance behind that, you were looking for something that we just didn't have. We really pride ourselves on having these level of services. And to really expand behind that really doesn't allow us to have that quality that we value. We wish you all the best. If there's something we can do to make it better, please call us. We'd love to chat and see how we can make this right. You know, when you do that, when you reach out and start the dialogue in a positive way, it just really reassures anybody else who's going to read that review that, oh, if something goes wrong, they're going to take care of me. And it's, I think that sends such a positive message. You hit the nail on the head, Lorraine. People who are angry online feel voiceless more often than not. They feel disenfranchised. And I'm not expecting that a response to them is going to get them back into the fold, is going to make them a happy customer. 
they've got it in their mindset. They're emotionally driven. That's, that's just the end of that. But you're right. The goal is when you respond in such a way, you're telegraphing everybody else how you will respond to try to make something right, even when it's not something that was done you know, at your fault or certainly done with malicious intent. So you're telling everybody else, this is what, this is what we strive to do. And look, everybody knows people don't hit it out of the park every time. It's how you respond to those adverse events. I'll give you one more too. Sometimes you get a review and, and you're convinced it's a, what they will call uh, some sort of rogue um, non-customer who's, you know, maybe a rival, maybe a competitor down the street who just wants to disparage you. And in the same, uh, in the same manner, you want to show empathy in action. And for something like that, you go, hey, sorry, your experience wasn't up, up to speed, you know, and you didn't have a good, good engagement with us. We'd love to make it right. By the way, we don't have a record of you as a customer. Would you call us at this number and let us know so we can reconcile and figure it out? And again, you're telegraphing to everybody else on there. You might not want to take that review at face value. And, but you need to respond. And you need to respond in that way. And that usually takes small business owners out of their comfort zone because it's something they haven't been trained and takes them away from all of the things that have made them the successful small business entrepreneur that they have. Ignoring the naysayers and fighting through obstacles doesn't really work well when you respond like that in an online review. (laughs) No. And, you know, it's so interesting because reviews, when they are good, are so powerful because they contain such wonderful language that really gives you clues when you're writing other content in terms of what do my customers really think is important. So you want to have those reviews. You want it to be viable. You want to encourage people to talk to you. But at the same time, you do have this downside. You should ask for feedback from your customers as a matter of course as to how you did at their last visit. This is particularly true if you're like a plumber or a veterinarian or an electrician or somebody like that. And all you need to do is after you get that feedback, and there's plenty of tools that you can have that are really inexpensive to do that almost automatically, or, you know, you can hire services that can do it for about 500 bucks a month. And, and when you get those positive feedbacks, all you then have to do is say, Hey, thanks. By the way, we're on Yelp, Google, Facebook. You know, if you, if you feel so inclined, by all means, feel free to write it, but you don't have to overly solicit that because it violates terms and conditions of those sites. But, but you should have a system where you should actively engage the positive loyal customers. And when you do and make it easy for them to go submit an online review, mm-hmm. that's what's going to show up on those things. And you're right. They're almost as good as word of mouth. Absolutely. Well, and you know what? 40 years ago, my mother sat on the front porch and she talked to to neighbors about a service she received somewhere. Today, we do that that conversation on Facebook, which leads me to the other part of this conversation. What do you do with a negative social media post? Because that's a little different than a review. It's the same concept though, right? It's the same approach. If you get a negative posting and it's a, you know, it turns into basically a de facto review, having a conversation with that person to say, look, we're sorry your experience wasn't there. We'd love to make it right. Please contact us for that one there. Or by the way, we don't have you as a customer. Please contact us and let us know. You're just telegraphing everybody else that you are listening in the conversations that are in the public forum with customers and other and other business stakeholders that matter and that you care about how they feel. 
and that you will go above and beyond to make sure that the customer experience is as good as it can be. That doesn't, you know, and again, there are, there are free tools you can do to monitor this chatter. You don't have to spend a lot of money for that one. You do have to make a little bit of effort, but it's not dissimilar to how the local baker used to do that with their customers offline and ask how they're feeling. And the proprietor would get outside of the counter and walk. I remember, you know, the little donut shop when I was five years old and outside of Bridgeport, Connecticut, where I grew up. And you would, you would, the, the proprietor would walk around and would ask families and there would be little confections that they would give to the kids. Why? Because that was customer service back then. It's mm-hmm. the same thing. We just do it online now in the same kind of conversational tone, empathy and action. I love those two keywords, empathy and action. And it really sort of sums up exactly what business owners need to remember is treating people like people, even if they're behaving like trolls. You said it exactly right. It's, and, it's, and it's really a challenge for, for any business owner, let alone a small business owner, because the, the brand, the reputation of that business, right, of that main street or, or small service business that they've worked so hard to build up there is an extension of their identity, is an extension of their personal reputation. So when somebody unfairly takes a pot shot at you, because it's so easy to do at the click of an app on my mm-hmm. phone, you take that personally. It's completely understandable. Got to rise above that. You got to be trained mm-hmm. to respond with empathy and action because while you may be justified in screaming and hollering that this isn't a real customer or you didn't know what you're talking about, you know, you came in, you berated my storefront team member and all that sort of stuff there and you're a nasty person. You may be right. It's not going to solve the problem online and you are not going to diffuse a situation, which ultimately is what my job is for any businesses, including small business. Diffuse a situation as quickly as you can, get you back to normal operations, get you back to making money and the business that you love doing. Awesome. David, this has been delightful, great advice. And I'm going to encourage everyone. There'll be a link in the show notes to David's website and also look for him on LinkedIn. And it's David Oates, O-A-T-E-S. David, thanks again for being a part of the show. Lorraine, thanks so much. This was a real treat. If you've enjoyed today's conversation, if you'd like to find other resources for your business, be sure to check out digitaltoolbox.club. Look for MTFW wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.